Welcome to another episode of This Catholic Life, conversations about life's ups and downs, big and small, how we deal with every situation imaginable, whatever life throws at us, but still manage to be sensible, practical, and joyful. Today's show is Dating Over the Ditch. Shut in for COVID and definitely not allowed to travel to and from other countries. What happens when you start dating someone who happens to be in another country? International dating is your topic today. I'm your host, Peter Holmes, and today I'm joined by Isaac, a graduate in screen production and theology who lives here in Sydney and just happens to live in this house because he is my son. And we're joined by Amy, one of the army of scientists testing all those lab samples in New Zealand, who happens to be dating my son. Welcome to Isaac and Amy. Thank you. Why, thank you. <laughs> Before we get started, just a reminder to listeners that if you like the show, you should subscribe on your podcast app and that way you won't miss an episode. Okay. Let's get into this. How does this happen? How do you get into dating? I mean, if you had had to pick your timing it, in terms of <laughs> starting a relationship, this would not be the time to do it, which is probably you know fairly typical that a Holmes does it this way. Uh, if it's di- <laughs> if there's a difficult way to do it, we do tend to do it that way. Let's start at the beginning. How did you meet? How did you guys meet, Amy? Um, so we met through Hearts of Flame, which is a um, Catholic summer school run in New Zealand. Isaac ended up over here um, for 10 days during that time and um, met, start talking and just didn't really stop. <laughs> um, yeah. So Hearts of Flame is a, is a Catholic summer school, as you said, and I happened to be teaching at that um, for that year. And um, I dragged Isaac kicking and screaming across the ditch. Oh, I and don't want to go. To be clear, it was kicking and screaming. I really didn't want to go. <laughs> like, uh, thank go. you for bringing him. <laughs> I don't want to go. It's really oh, all these things. I hate these events. And he'd had a reasonably bad experience with a with a similar event in Australia. And um, and so yeah. So I took him over. Even the promise of a tour of the South Island couldn't get him there. But eventually, when he got there. Even in the first couple of days, he wasn't terribly excited about the whole thing. But by the end, um, he was sold on New Zealand. And I suspect that you may have been something to do with the reason. <laughs> because even with the beautiful sights of a South Island, he spent a lot of time texting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so from yeah. your perspective, Isaac, how did you meet? Well, um, yeah, drag kicking and screaming across the New Zealand, um, which I'm quite happy to be pulled up on now because, yeah, I'm very happy that I was <laughs> dragged over there. Yeah, Hearts was a was a, an awesome awesome thing, which I really hope I can get back to next year. But um, Hearts itself was awesome, and I also happened to meet someone incredibly interesting there. And um, it was only about uh, halfway through as we've. Uh, discussed many times that I kind of really noticed Amy and um, uh, basically yeah after hearts on it there's been an odd day here or there where we uh, have um, not spoken but for the most part we've basically spoken every day since and um, it's been pretty awesome <laughs> now when you say spoken you clearly you're not able to catch up in person in fact after you left hearts we you haven't seen each other in person so you weren't dating when hearts finished up in inverted commas so dating whatever that means and we'll talk about that in a second um firstly i'd have to say when did you decide that you were dating as in how how does one make that decision when you when you're across the ditch and uh, what is it what does dating even mean because that that leads on to all the other questions of how do you do it online well, so 
lot to break down in that. Um, <laughs> um, after Hearts, we uh, were talking for a month and a half, and uh, then we started video chatting, and then I planned a trip to come over and, and uh, uh, to visit Amy. And uh, unfortunately, that was just when all the restrictions were coming into place. So if I recall correctly, it was about two weeks before I was due to fly out that the two-week quarantine came into effect. And uh, we did The uh, longest two-week quarantine ever. (laughs) (laughs) We did discuss the possibility but decided not to. And then I think it was the week of uh, I was due to fly out. It was a full... um, border shutdown and um, basically we've looked into doing the uh, how to move on from there mm. from your perspective amy is that about how it happened or yeah it was it was quite funny because um it took me about a month to clue on that he was actually interested in me <laughs> we were kind of just yarning um he was telling me about the south island trip i was telling him about a camp i was running and so january was just really busy and i just didn't even realize <laughs> and then uh, about a couple of weeks after I had clued on to the fact that it was a little bit more than just friendship he mm. made his intentions clear I have to say his family had much many more suspicions earlier than that because um the Maori lads at the at the uh, conference were excellent but they don't make you smile like that not through January <laughs> 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 So yeah. anyway, so how does that work? What is um, what is dating? Like, I mean, you obviously had some pre-ideas before you, you began dating, but has that changed? Firstly, what is dating? Has your idea of dating changed through this experience? So uh, for me, dating is basically getting to know another person um, with intentions in mind. And like, obviously, the Christian dating versus the non-Christian dating have slightly different um, intentions. So it's helpful when you're both on the same page to start with um, on that meaning. So let's let's pull that apart a bit. Um, you said Christian and non-Christian. I, I'm, I'm going to sort of t- tease that one a little bit because there are some non-Christians who do believe in um, dating as, a, as what they might call old-fashioned kind of courtship. <laughs> And if I dare to use that word courtship, um, uh, not well, many. I kind of use it. <laughs> <laughs> you use the I word mean, courtship. Yeah, because it, it, the way I, I, I would see uh, the standard process of dating someone is you go on dates with them, you're dating them, and then you uh, at some point agree to to be in a relationship, to be boyfriend, girlfriend, and then, um, you know, courting um at that point with the you know end goal of marriage down the track but yeah that's kind of the way i see it right yeah so dating comes before courtship in your opinion yeah okay kind of the way i see it i think amy you look a bit dubious there (laughs) amy's got a slightly we did have a couple of discussions because yeah i mine was my opinion was more like you go on a couple of dates and then you decide to start dating um which is when you become boyfriend girlfriend we're making good use of that word aren't we and it's, it seems to mean different <laughs> things In english language um, yeah um for me the historical courtship thing was it's a good way of um differentiating christian dating from the secular culture which 
yeah, it's more intentional um, rather than mm. just a way of, I guess, getting rid of loneliness. Um, so in other words, it's not just hanging out with someone because you enjoy their company. There is actually, you keep using the word intention there. So what's your intention? Now, it doesn't mean you're automatically going to marry someone you're dating, but it means that you're actually testing the waters. You're, you're seeing if this will work. You know, is this a possible person to be married to? But how does that work when you're not able to hang around in the same place? You, you're kind of online all the time or on the phone. And, and when I say all the time, I say that as someone who's lived in the same house. So all the time you have lots of conversations. <laughs> but how does it work? Because you, if you're not in person, there's a different kind of interaction. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's very different. Obviously, um, being long distance isn't the ideal. Obviously, I want to be able to uh, take you on a date down the street to, you know, movies or go grab a coffee or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Just got to be a lot more creative around how you actually do things, I think. Right. Um, so, so have you been creative? Yeah, it's, it's, it's also um, – I, I was – sorry, I was also going to say that it's, it's also about um, – it helps having met each other in person first as well, rather like it's, it's a whole nother – Meeting in person and then dating online is different to meeting online and dating online because you, you have met that person. You do know yeah. what they're like in person. You do know a little bit about yeah. them before you... You know at least that their profile pic is um, accurate. Yeah. Though <laughs> um. <laughs> so there was a, t a period of time which mine wasn't because <laughs> I, I had the really... Uh, I had a profile pic back when I was in first year uni which I, I was, I did not have the beard that I have now. I looked significantly younger and um, <laughs> it took Amy to tell me, you need to update that because um, <laughs> I can't, I, I'm not looking at your face. <laughs> Especially when it was just texting, like just messaging. So like that was like yeah. all that I saw of him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that, that's one of the only reasons why I posted something on Facebook this year was um, so to update my profile pictures so she had something else to look at. <laughs> Otherwise, I generally stay off it. <laughs> so um, tell us more about being inventive. How, If you're going to be inventive in the ways you um, have a date, give us a, perhaps we'll start with Amy, but give us an example of an inventive way of interacting and getting to know each other better online. Well, we've actually got quite a list of different um, things we've come up with um, as far as, like, things to do. Um, so, let's go. Uh, so, I'll start, uh, so, first we started off with just um, chatting on Facebook, um, yeah, on Messenger. Then we started with a few little games here and there, like, just sometimes quizzes, sometimes just... Um, Banter. Just mucking around, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to make each other laugh. I think a lot of the early on. That was, was a big one. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, funny faces. Um. Yeah. Definitely had a strong motivation to make her laugh. And <laughs> did my best to do that. <laughs> um, yeah. A, a lot of video chats. I, I think I realized that, yeah, we might have something there when we started chatting on a Sunday around like 10 or something and <laughs> it was well we after what, dinner by the time we finished. That, that day? Yeah. <laughs> it was like one of our first chats on, like on the video chat and I'm like oh okay um that did not feel like eight hours <laughs> <laughs> it 
<laughs> Just clarify that it didn't feel like eight hours to you. Um, <laughs> go on. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> go on. <laughs> so some other ideas of, I mean, what you you can only chat for so long before it gets same-ish. So um, what well, what next? We well, I. I I ended up sending a whole bunch of silly little videos to her, um, just basically of me in the backyard or in the house, um, trying to skirt around the family. But uh, <laughs> while I was doing it, uh, you know, videos from everything from hunting for a piece of sliced honey glazed <laughs> ham in the backyard to uh, <laughs> building a miniature bird nest um, 101. <laughs> just lots of silly little things. And that, that happened for a bit. We also... For a period of time, we also wrote each other. Um, we came up with our own superhero origin stories for each other, and <laughs> we, that was a bit of fun. Um, he was so surprised when I started <laughs> writing him one. Um, <laughs> I was, yes, <laughs> pretty cool. Um, but yeah, little things, um, you know, things you, you wouldn't normally do, or you might do regularly on a date. Like I, I recall sending videos of me doing you know every accent i could at the time um different voices you know just trying to be silly and for the most part i think i came off as uh, quite silly and to anyone else i'm sure uh, not as appealing or <laughs> attractive perhaps but <laughs> seemed to hit the right notes in some areas you've also had some formal kind of dates so how do you go about having a formal date when you're actually not able to be in the same place yeah, we basically scheduled an actual time because we're like, okay, so like, how do we go about an actual date? So you'd usually invite someone to the date with a set time. Um, so we did that. We got dressed up because you'd usually get dressed up and go out. We made our own dinner because we couldn't just order food. Um, and then we also set up, not that we had planned to, but we both ended up setting up like a little area backdrop for yeah, yeah backdrop for the date uh and then we sat down on opposite ends of the camera and had an actual well had the closest thing we could to a date <laughs> and mm. may have done that a few times we both got to dress yeah. up a bit fancy yeah and pull some faces and yeah so how do you go about <laughs> i mean yeah, pull some faces. how do you go about meeting the fam i mean I, I mean, I know a little bit of this story because I was involved in one part of it, but you, you, normally <laughs> you kind of go through stages of you know, meeting friends, meeting family, hanging out with the people that they hang out with, that kind of thing. How does that work when, you, when you're all sort of so far away from each other? For this part, COVID actually helped quite a bit because everyone went online. Um, right, at the same for time. For everything. So, like, on in New Zealand, I know that there was um, – so my sports team had a quiz night where everyone was zooming in from their right. lounge. Yeah. Uh, and so I was able to invite Isaac to that. My uh, The young adults, Catholics in New Zealand, also had a quiz night, which I was also able to invite Isaac to. I ended up, yeah, sneaking into a number of different events um, because there were a lot of people involved and I, I could just sneak in and nobody would really uh, notice <laughs> and it wasn't a huge deal at the time. So because life went online for everybody anyway, he, it didn't matter where you were starting from. Uh, you could just slip in. I know, I've noticed that with the, the Bible study we used to have live went online. There were peop there, people now have joined us from three different states in Australia uh, for our 
nightly our night Bible study once a week Bible study, and it's it's actually makes things more possible in that sense. But there's still the case of um, you know certain aspects of dating normally involve being in the same room. Um, and I'm mm. sure that uh, you mentioned secular dating before. There are some people who would find it very hard to believe that you could date someone over a longer period of time when you couldn't actually you know, hang out with them. And in, from a secular point of view, obviously, lots of people think that when you're dating someone, you're sleeping with them. So there's a kind of a an understanding that, you know, that's the way things are. And how do you possibly date someone if you can't, can't sleep with them? Now, Clearly, you said Christian dating was different, but ha- you know, have you had any reactions from people about when you've told them I'm dating this strange guy from across the ditch, Amy? Um, most of the time, uh, I'll start off with, yeah, I've got a boyfriend, and they're all like, oh, yeah, really exciting. And then I'm like, and then they'll be like, oh, so where is he? They start asking all the questions. Um, apparently, Isaac's not been getting quite the same response, but, um, and then they'll kind of, um, yeah, you'll be like, oh, and he's in Sydney. And they'll be like, oh, um, sorry to hear. Um, <laughs> not, they're, they're not really sure how to respond with that, uh, the fact that mm. he is actually um, quite far apart. Yeah, I think that's something every every time, I've, whenever I've met any of your friends or also when I met your parents um, over video chat, that that was um, – or, or, there was always a couple questions that came up. One of them was, when are you coming over here? Um, <laughs> to which I'm like, I don't know as soon as I can. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the deal. But <laughs> just waiting until, until there's that option. But um, that, that's definitely something that's popped up a lot with um, all your friends. My friends have shown a little less interest um, <laughs> when I've mentioned I've got a girlfriend, particularly my male friends. Uh, I've mentioned it and they've gone, that's great. So... You know, this geekery thing came out this week. (laughs) So (laughs) let's talk about this. (laughs) You feel more comfortable not talking about girls, yes. (laughs) I've been been a little upset. I wanted to brag about my girlfriend. I haven't (laughs) had a lot of opportunity to do that. (laughs) So you mentioned meeting um, Amy's parents. I mean, what do you? How do you do that for starters? And then what? How do you manage that? Because normally you kind of meet the parents in passing at first. Yeah, you. you're briefly introduced on your way out to a date or you mm. might have dinner with them or something like that but it's very yes. you know there's stuff to do to keep you you know you can it, you can get through the date because there's things you know you have to do how did that work it, out it was quite interesting um because uh well obviously amy met you at hearts and um but obviously things were slightly different back then um and then i think uh, Amy met you and Mum again, uh, a video chat within the first, what was it, a couple of weeks of lockdown, I think. And then yeah, it, took a, it took a lot longer for um, me to meet Amy's parents. And uh, yeah, that, they, that, was they... because, that was because they were waiting for me to get there, which is fair enough. But um, we kind of realised that uh, at a point that that might not happen for some period of time. So we we arranged the games tonight, um, which we did over discord i believe jackbox and, tv yeah yeah and um we did some games there but i didn't actually see any of them i just heard all their voices and i also met your um uh brother through that and sister um yeah just the whole family one go <laughs> yeah playing, <laughs> playing some games which is which is a lot of fun actually um and then later met them over video chat and um 
yeah, that that was obviously not not the usual experience one would have in dating. Of um, you know, usually have an activity to do or something to do, like have dinner. Um, instead, I was you know I had driven down the road and was sitting in my car, <laughs> sitting in the car, <laughs> and you know on on my video chat, staring at a small screen, trying to figure out you know who's talking because the audio wasn't great, <laughs> and hopefully I did okay, but. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting them in person. Did you feel probably. like you were auditioning or going for a job or something like that? <laughs> not not with her parents, no. I, I will say that it was uh, one group of friends that Amy's got that um, was a bit more <laughs> it was a bit more intense questioning in that, down that line, um, which I didn't really? mind because, honestly, they weren't tough questions. It was just a <laughs> bit more. Um, <laughs> so give us an example I, of these questions. I caught up with my old uni mates. Um, I decided while I was down um, visiting them that we would video chat in Isaac so that he could meet them. Um, and one of them decided, hey, let's have fun with this. <laughs> and yeah, but he I handled got... himself very well. <laughs> so what, was, what sort of questions were they throwing at you, Isaac? Well, uh, I think the main thing was they were quite interested because I was – uh, a Catholic boyfriend, um, and uh, they, they were pretty sure they were all um, secular in one way or another. But um, so they're asking me a lot of things, which um, we kind of, you know, as, as Catholics, we kind of take for granted when you're dating. Like most of the time, most Catholics agree on the big, you know, the big controversial topics um, about, you know, well, waiting till Such marriage, okay. wait, waiting till marriage, you know. Um, Stuff like that. Do uh, kids? I got. I got. What? What were your intentions for Amy? Um, <laughs> well, they, they actually <laughs> did ask kind of... how many kids we were going to have. That too. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah. So I mean, not not terribly difficult questions because it's all stuff we've talked about before. That's a key thing, isn't it? You guys have actually had long conversations about lots of these things. And so in some respects, you've had those conversations before other people asked. <laughs> Definitely. So. We, um, we've, we've had a lot of time to talk during um, all the COVID lockdowns and stuff, and even now still, yeah. um, despite some of the restrictions lifting here and there. But um, we, we tend to just – we talk a lot, and we've talked a lot about deeper topics and – just just a whole range of things. And so, yeah, when people, uh, when friends ask questions and stuff, I haven't really, uh, I might feel on the defensive. Oh, I don't think I ever have, actually, because um, we just talked about it. And, um, we know where each other stand. Right. Have you Firstly, have you made use of the mail system at all? As in, you've talked a lot about <laughs> online stuff. Have you actually Oh, sent... there are some stories there. <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. Do tell. Well, um, I recall the last day um, I went into work physically. Um, I knew we were about to go into lockdown, and I thought, I'll, I'll, go, past, um, I'll go past the chocolate shop in the, in the city on my way home and I'll, you know, I'll buy some chocolates and I'll send them over to Amy. And, um, I bought those chocolates. And I'm very happy I did because, um, yeah, I didn't have much of a chance since then to go physically shopping. I also then bought a whole bunch of things online and created a bit of a package to send over and I sent it over and, um, 
um, it was terrible in terms of how long it took. I remember one of my, I sent two packages over and one of them got sent back a week later and there was no reason. <laughs> it was just, it just turned back on my doorstep. And at first I thought you'd sent me something and I'm like, no, no, this is the one that I, oh crap, threw it back in the mail. <laughs> Eventually, I think it took three, four weeks to get over to you. Um, and most of that time, you know, I was tracking and it was still at Sydney airport, just waiting to be flown over. Well, New Zealand and, went into full lockdown, so the postage, mm. the postage um, system um, was stopped for everything that was non-essential. And chocolate apparently doesn't fit that category. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to say I empathise in some part with the, with your experience so far. Um, one year of my own engagement to my wife, I spent in Adelaide and she was in Geelong and there, we were a good eight to ten hour bus trip apart mm. um, and we couldn't afford to drive or fly at that stage and we didn't have the internet. <laughs> it makes it sound like dinosaurs. Yeah. So we actually had to write letters and I sent tapes to do what, what Isaac was doing with his recordings. I sent tapes and... Um, <laughs> Very embarrassing mm. things if they ever get found somewhere in some archaeological dig. But um, basically, yeah, sure there's, a, the there's an attempt. <laughs> and I have to say that it, I think it shaped our relationship a little bit that we had talked through things that we perhaps wouldn't have talked about because we was, you know, when we were together, we just enjoyed each other's company and we didn't feel the need to go to find new things to talk about. Um, but, yeah, what do you think this experience has changed you? I mean, in terms of the relationship, do you think it has played out in a significantly different way or has it just been a, an inconvenience and, and you just have to use different methods to have the same relationship? I think there were bits where we were kind of like just waiting for things to open up and so just kind of going with the, like just kind of biding our time and then something would happen and we're like, well, that plan goes right. out the window. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's adjust. Um, mm. But it certainly makes it so that you do consider like, is it – do we keep going with it? So I feel like you get a, a much better foundation to the relationship um, and, yeah, are a little bit more critiquing of it throughout um, than you would be if it was just in person and you're carried away by the hormones and mm. everything. Yeah, that's definitely something we've talked about a lot is that, yeah, we because of the distance and because, um, um, yeah, we're not uh, physically with each other all the time, we, we have a lot more chance to use our heads um and thinking through things and yeah there's also yeah the distance and um just because it's online all the time um yeah we we do tend to think through things a lot and as as the relationship has progressed we've been doing a lot of that thinking out loud um <laughs> to each other um and being quite open about that that side of things and um you know it's it's not always rose tinted there are some Tough days, I recall, particularly when we thought the borders were going to open. Um, we were pretty. It was looking likely that it could be, you know, end of you know July sometime, and this is what a month or two ago when this happening. And I was I was fully in, you know, immersed in all the news, trying to, you know, find daily the first updates. bit of information. Yeah, I, I was giving Amy daily updates, trying to, you know, when, when's it going to happen? Where's it going to start? And then the Victoria uh, outbreak happened and now the second lockdown of Victoria. And 
I remember being very uh, quite down and upset about that because um, I, we were both getting, or well, I know I was getting very excited to, oh, it's you know, it, it's going to happen really soon, and um, then you know, then you know, change of that news to suddenly. Oh, it may happen at Christmas or next year sometime. Oh, oh dear! And you're just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> the question is that after all of this, when you when you eventually you know manage to get on a plane, one of you and, and spend some time together, will you ever look a webcam in the face again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think I think it's definitely have had its uses. Um, but if honestly, you know, it's not a there's no competition if i can be with amy in person i would be and that's just the way i see it so webcams technology we have is is excellent and very useful during this time definitely if we didn't have it around it'd be much much uh more difficult to talk as regularly and as often and yeah as much we like to at the moment it is nice being able to see him as he talks um yes because you do get a bit more of a um Mm. bit of a picture you, it, yeah as i know personally i read faces and yeah tones and all that um quite a bit so it i was quite pleased when we moved from the messaging to actual talking and um with, <laughs> yeah so the question i have to ask is that it's possible one of the dangers of uh, meeting people online now you didn't meet online but one of the dangers of meeting people online is it's possible to project a particular persona online and not it not be accurate to the person you are in everyday life and so often the dating in person you get to know someone for example when they're stuck in traffic or when they have bad internet and they say you know you shouldn't ever marry someone until you've seen them with a slow internet connection <laughs> then you find out who oh, they really are <laughs> oh we've tested that um, <laughs> there, there have been some days with uh, poor internet connections on both ends and uh phone calls and um when we've gone walks outside the house and um, other things, there's definitely been some of that. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> definitely some poor internet connections. Um. <laughs> yeah, so I recall one particular day, I think we attempted across five hours, across five hours, and I think I called you back. It kept cutting 20, out. <laughs> 20 or more times. And I don't think we got more than, a, you know, more than five minutes at a time. <laughs> But we kept trying anyway. Right. So you've been persistent, and you think you've seen. I mean, I guess the question was is that it does when you're um, chatting for that length of time, especially on video chats and in difficult circumstances, you get to see how someone deals with adversity. You get to see how they work through those kinds of issues and the frustrations to do with a non-ideal situation. So. Um, there is the possibility of that particular interaction. But obviously, and this is a very Catholic thing, there's no substitute for being in person, to actually in being incarnate in each other's presence and, and spending time together in that proper sense. One of the last questions I'd like to ask is that um, an important part of relationships is a shared spiritual understanding. Uh, maybe if you could just I'll kick over to Amy. Ha have you shared prayer life? Have you shared with each other your spiritual understandings and do you pray together? Um, short answer, yes. Um, <laughs> well, we met at Hearts, so um, we already kind of knew that we shared similar views. Then when we started video chatting, it was around about Lent as well, so all the um, 
extra prayer and stuff that comes with that um, season of the church. Um, so we pray quite a few rosaries together. I think that was probably the earliest prayer we started praying together. Um, and then we've gone into some Bible studies as well. And um, there was an online um, theology <laughs> of the body conference or something right. a, um, mm. a few months ago that we both attended together, mm. which was like a whole weekend together, which was quite cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yes, it was. Uh, yeah. But uh, you also, um, like during lockdown, because neither of us could get to Mass, um, particularly during Easter, because you, you joined... Um, um, you video chatted into into our family what what were we were doing at the time um, that was cool one of the first times you met everyone um <laughs> was through easter celebrations over over video chat cool so to, to wrap it up then what advice would you give to somebody um who's thinking you know about this whole thing is it worth dating is it possible is it even you know i'm a i'm a i'm a good catholic person i just want to date someone but they're so far away is it possible should i just give up on it i would say obviously in the case of amy and i the situation isn't ideal um but there's no way i'm giving up um not giving up on her that easily and um <laughs> I, yeah, I wouldn't you know, it's not ideal, but I wouldn't trade it for um, not dating. And I'd say if anyone else is in a similar uh, experience uh, or similar case, um, then look, give it a shot. I mean, don't make the, the situation, um, the, all the crap that's happening all around, dictate the relationship. You know, focus on the relationship. Make everything else work around it. Yeah, it depends on the person. Like, if you, if you, it's worth it. Like, if if the relationship doesn't have much backing to it, then long distance is never going to work. But if the person's worth it, then yeah. Who cares <laughs> if there's a few distance between you, and who cares if um you know it's going to be a while before you can actually see each other in person? Well, I mean, thank you for coming on and and sharing this little part of your experience and um. And all of the the ups and downs of that get a little bit weird during with the with um, so, <laughs> someone so close to family there. Um, so thank you. It's been very good to hear. And also, I think there's lots of other people who, even if you're in the same city, you might not be able to see each other in the same way that you would normally be able to see each other. Even if we're in the same city, people might won't be able to go out and have that coffee down the street in in the same casual way, if you like, that everyone else. So, so maybe there's something in this for quite a few couples out there. It's certainly um, I've been watching Isaacs and taking hints for the possible ideas that I can even um, make things more interesting for my wife and I. So thank you for sharing. Um, and that's it for this week's podcast. If today's discussion got you thinking and arguing with your podcast device, let us know. You can subscribe to the podcast at thiscatholiclife.com.au. You can tell us what you liked or what your ideas for, for dating are, whether you should or shouldn't, and drop us a line at one of the social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or Discord, and you can find all the links in our show notes. Be sure to write us a review on iTunes. Get the word out. This is a uniquely Australian Catholic podcast, and we think that's an idea worth getting behind. So tell your friends. Now, at the end of each show, we like to say hello to someone. So who would you like to say hello to, Isaac? Um, oh, so many, but I think I'll shout out to all, all the the um, essential services, all the doctors and nurses and 
all the people working on the vaccine and all of that shout out to all you guys um thank you for all the amazing and hard work that you do right amy uh shout out to everyone that was at hearts with us and um the planning team that are currently working on um getting next year up and going cool um i'm gonna shout out i I was born and raised in Victoria. I haven't been there for a good 20 years or so, but uh, lots of good Victorian friends and family down there who are sort of struggling underneath the current conditions. Shout out to you, in particular to my immediate family who've just have suffered a loss in this um, yesterday. So a shout out to them, to those who are hurting um, uh, at this time. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to This Catholic Life.